I'm your host, Sully, and once again, doing another exclusive sit-down off-air. We were joking, oh my god, this is, we're recording this coincidentally, the 50th anniversary of J.R.R. Tolkien. Not intended at all, but, you know, schedules are a funny thing. Welcoming, Tabs and Michael Gray. You can. How you doing? You can call him Mike. Mike. Mike and the boy. <laughs> yep. <laughs> How you doing? I, I, I'm doing splendid uh, when I'm not arranging stuff at day job how about you <laughs> oh same we're getting by getting by i love it yeah enjoying the weekend yes there you go plenty to enjoy yep except being except uh, un- unexceptionally hot yeah it's pretty warm here it is gross and only gonna get worse for the next two weeks oh, shut up. it sucks but you know that's why they call it summertime it's bullshit <laughs> Especially in the South. Yes. Slash Midwest. Oh, uh, so how you been enjoying the Gray's Tap Room podcast? We've been doing great. Oh, yeah. A lot of fun. We actually recorded last night an episode. Yeah. We have a, we have a pretty awesome uh, charity virtual charity event happening on December 8th. Hmm. Do tell. Do tell. We're doing a... Uh, a 24 hour live stream uh to raise money and uh other other items for the I mean, Kentucky there's gonna be like, Humane Society. Yep, there's going to be like an Amazon wish list. They're going to have like uh mm. links uh that we're going to put up there where you can like just donate to them specifically like we're not going to have a hand in where the money goes. Yeah, we're going to have it all. Yep. All the 24 hours. Yeah, <laughs> any 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 money donations will be made straight to them. Uh, we're not monetary. Donations. The only involvement we're having is just to help them out and do them a solid. We're hosting a 24 hour party is exactly what we're doing. Yeah. That's the way I'm looking at it. It's not a 40 hour one this time. No. <laughs> not like last year. No, that that's, that's neat and uh it's it's more of a sharing and just hosting versus and now i gotta keep track of this and that and set up this panel <laughs> yep right right but no we're we're pretty excited about it uh absolutely it and, and you feel just so relieved at the end of it you're like see i helped out the little guy mm-hmm. yeah the little ones the fluffy little guys yep <laughs> yes for all the all the uh, fur babies out there that need homes. Oh hell, that was my favorite kind of convention to go to. I, I went to one, I want to say 2014, 2015. It stayed with me because half the proceeds went to a dog charity. They're like, see, I don't have to worry about oh, this goes to a corporation. Oh, this goes to yep. a guy who I found out later is a douche down the road. It's like, no, all this is going to some good charity fund. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's gonna be great. Sweet, sweet, sweet. Uh so uh how did you guys uh were you always big readers and what have you uh i I know you're not really i I was during my uh school School. and college (laughs) days you had to but after that i uh well i don't know it depends comic books yeah comic books oh yeah that counts that's fine that does count yeah no and hell there's graphic novels that also have a uh, Mm -hmm. written portrait and companion piece that's always wild too because it's like that's not how i pictured in my head but i love it you know? yeah <laughs> but i do i do a lot of my reading online now i can download comic books and just read those and then when i'm done uninstall it 
Mm-hmm. Uh, there you go. I, I was talking to this one author who, I kid you not, did a bunch of horror anthology tales, and I'm asking my other podcast buddies, have you heard of this guy? And you're like, oh, yeah, he's great with pulp novels and everything. He did a uh, what's essentially an Ash Williams from Evil Dead and Phantasm crossover. I'm like, now I got to see. And I asked him on his Twitter. He's like, where can I find this out of print book? I'm like, buy it on my Patreon. I'm like, okay, it's co- I'm coming. I'm coming. Yeah. I'm coming. That's pretty rad. That sounds awesome. Hell yeah. Oh, I'm just glad someone finally confirmed the universe other than just fan speculation. Like, see, I want that. <laughs> you want to talk about validation. I love it when just finally someone does that. I, I was talking to James Swallows, who's done wonderful interview dropping soon. He's done wonderful, like tie in novels to so many movies, video games and comics. You you name it. Judge Dredd, Warhammer, uh, Star Trek 24. And he, he tells me I he worked in his recent Splinter Cell novels uh, of the video game franchise. He, he worked in the airport from Die Hard 2. I'm like, awesome, you're part of that universe now. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. <laughs> hell yeah, that's cool. Uh, the, the Tolkien verse is an interesting one because it seems like there was always the purists, you know, it's like, can't touch the books. Uh, you might watch it, one of the cartoon movies from the 70s that are out of date, but they have a nostalgia. And then you have people who got introduced to it by by the movies and they backtrack. Mm-hmm. I was kind of one of the like half and half. Like I read The Hobbit three different times growing up, and then I mm-hmm. saw I saw the movies and then backtracked. I'm like, okay, now I'm going to get into them. <laughs> See, yeah, I I was the same way. Uh, my mom, I remember this as a kid. She read me and my little brother The Hobbit, oh, and sweet. we loved it. We ended up watching the '70s cartoon. Yes, and, that's um, all you had. <laughs> oh yeah, uh, Leonard Nimoy, the the uh, what is it, the tale of Bilbo Baggins? Oh uh, yes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was right. yep, the tale of Bilbo Baggins, and uh, <laughs> it, that that was something you know that I remember. I just remember my mom doing like the different voices from The Hobbit, and um, when uh, I was a freshman in high school they uh they were talking about bringing out lord of the rings the movie and i was like cool sick fantasy you know i remember reading the hobbit and yeah and uh didn't really get into the lord of the rings books until they're the thicker came out. way thicker yeah yeah, yeah. had a lot more in it and just watching fellowship and being like okay this is rad as fuck i've got to read the books <laughs> so i started reading the books and I I know I have the Similarian downstairs. I never continue. Similarian. Similarian. But it's all good. There we We, go. We were both wrong. It's all good. I have it. It's all good. (laughs) One thing I like about Tolkien fans, they're not going to snap at you like the Star Wars, Star Trek, Harry Potter guys. You got the name wrong. Yeah. (laughs) They know it's cryptic. They know it's it's mysterious. They know it's creepy and scary and dark fantasy. (laughs) It's like when people say... uh, Tomato, uh, tomato. Smog, smog, wrong. The dragon, smog. Oh, they call him smog. Smag. Smog. Smog. Yeah. Smog. smog. Isn't it also funny that the people you think uh, would like it, don't like it? I, I we, we do this with every other franchise, but it's like the people I thought would love this hate it. They find it boring. Then there's other people who are like, yeah, yeah, fantasy is life. You got nothing without Lord of the Rings, you know, <laughs> yeah. editing, oh, yeah. writing, everything. And set design and it's just interesting how you you will get that uh, a bit of that uh just discombobulated affair and, and sometimes i even see people who's like that they, they like 
what you know star wars type stuff which in willow that has you know is clearly a knockoff of lord of the rings but it's just yeah you do you man it's just <laughs> yeah i i just I, I don't understand it i mean it's all practically the, the same thing just different storylines yeah bingo yeah <laughs> I, and i mean there's not one better than the other unless i mean it I, that's everybody's do you like high opinion. noon or do you like seven samurai <laughs> yes <laughs> i have no idea what those are okay high noon is the classic just western uh disgruntled hero saves the town seven samurai which is actually referenced in Two Towers, same kind of deal. A trio of seven mercs. I mean, you've seen Magnificent Seven, same formula. Just oh, okay. Say, save a town from disruption by bandits. But gotcha. a lot of people can't even get that behind themselves. They just think, oh, you mean like Dog Day Afternoon? I'm like, no, just <laughs> anything. Just hostage scenario, under siege town. <laughs> gotcha. Hero, hero wins out and kicks the living shit out of everybody. <laughs> I do remember reading two towers and like half of that book is so fucking boring yes especially like it, the yes. tree beard chapter oh yeah uh, he moans on and on and on yeah <laughs> just like he does in the movie mm -hmm. or, uh, yeah, <laughs> but they, they cut that they cut that in like a third oh no they cut <laughs> that in like an eighth <laughs> I am glad that they get rid of the Tom Bombadil. It just wouldn't have worked as a movie. And I would have I, had to have been its own movie. Well, exactly. It would have been a miniseries, but then you'd be bummed out. Oh, and by the way, it's all for nothing. They come here and he can't save them. Move on. Yeah. Right. But like, you could I, probably do like a Tom Bombadil like spinoff series. Oh, I would not. A, maybe if it was maybe. a sitcom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It would, it, it would have to be. Down at Bombadil's place. <laughs> he plays banjo. But what I got annoyed by is they actually they had a trading card and they actually filmed it with an actor who didn't make the final cut or even a deleted scene. I'm like, really? Come on. You should have known by by that point. Like that that's just not cinematic. Like I, I give all kinds of other examples. Like, and isn't it annoying arguing with book readers? They, they just, they don't know what they yes. would do better. And they just, I mean, even with gamers, same deal. They're like, you should do this or that. I'm like, yeah, but that's like watching someone play a video game if you do it that way. And like, and I look at some of those yeah. John Grisham novels. If you get these extra scenes that work as a book, but wouldn't work as a movie where you're having an no. extra scene of a lawyer prep or the criminal going out and buying a sniper rifle, like, you know, right. uh, it, it just doesn't work. And then sometimes you just got to, you know, fess up and say, hey, it's just not for me. I, I love Presumed Innocent. I can't read that book version. It's just has always been very unengaging. But clearly, a lot of people back in the day had imagination and they had kept adapting multiple versions of it into movies and miniseries. So, I mean, so, uh, Tom Clancy is kind of the same way. There's many times where I like his ideas, but I'm like, oh, you need less description of that military base and more of, you know, looking for a bomb. You know? <laughs> right. Yeah, I, I, I mean, honestly, if they did do the Tom Bombadil thing, I think it would have been better if they would have, like, after all of it came out, they clipped, like, a scene in Fellowship to where when they first introduced Tom in the book. Bingo. They, they Love your style. Thank you. So then they, like, introduce Tom Bombadil, but do it as not, not a third, not a fourth movie, not a fifth movie, not even a continuation, but kind of, like, you know how 
Halloween has the the different branches. Oh, for timelines. For like timelines and stuff. Yeah. Where <laughs> they could have put it like started off with the scene from Fellowship that everybody knows. Yeah. But like you know when like say Gandalf's riding in the cart on his way in, you see Tom Bombadil, and then oh, Gandalf no, continues when. Gandalf runs into Frodo. Yeah. So yeah. say you see him coming on the cart, but he passes Tom Bombadil, yeah. but you continue on to that scene to where Frodo jumps into the cart with Gandalf, but the camera pans back to Tom Bombadil, and that's where you hear the Tom Bombadil story. Yeah. There you or go. Even at the end, whenever they go, whenever Frodo gets on the boat uh, in Return of the King to go uh, to the Undying Lands, right. they could have introduced, you know, him passing Tom Bombadil and Bombadil going, good job kid or something like that even like that and and it does like flashbacks <laughs> to the history i pictured the first thing you were saying like when uh gandalf is on the cart and he runs into frodo yeah. and there's tom run you fools it, it, i it comes i stay to, <laughs> it cuts back to tom to jump into like his story mm -hmm. and it's that you know you're probably wondering how I got here. There you go. Yes. yes. It's absolutely a sunset boulevard dead in place. I wonder how I ended up here too. Hi, I'm Tom. And you're probably wondering how I ended up here. <laughs> Peter Jackson, let's make this happen, dude. Uh, and then that's it. it. And then it turns into a, a sitcom recorded in front of a live studio audience. Oh, there you <laughs> go. The laugh track. On, on Tuesday nights at 7. I Eight, love it. Nine, Sean nine. Hayes, Judith Light. <laughs> it's like a like Whole a mad about you but it's tom bombadil it's like the oh, song and dance number is their intro yeah <laughs> perfect strangers perfect strangers oh there we go <laughs> oh my god but it's tom bombadil mm -hmm. i forget what tv show i saw recently but there was actually a clip of that show and i'm like no one's gonna get that even people like us who haven't seen what? certain a perfect strangers was airing on a recent oh, yeah. show i was watching and i was just <laughs> like see that that's for the long time like tv buffs but <laughs> you imagine like a tom bombadil version of that though it couldn't be perfect strangers because i mean he was you would need like he, 13 wakes, seasons oh well i i know how it all all can all, all runs together he he wakes up at saint elijah's hospital ding, 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 ding. <laughs> <laughs> it's the er theme there you go <laughs> putting that it's, all together yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, that's honestly my take on that one. We'll start writing a script now. Uh, let's go. Do it. Let's 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 do it. Hell, even change the names, but just make so blatant ones is like, oh, you Tolkien heads, you're totally gonna get this, <laughs> right? <laughs> uh, uh, who who who's your favorite to read? Like uh, on the books, like my my grandmother found the movies too violent, but loved reading the books with me. And there's the irony. Um, I read them actually to the end of her death and uh, uh, she, her favorite was Samwise Gamgee. And I, I do have to say, like, if there's anyone who just has extra funny lines, like that character just stands out just so well. And it was awkward funny. Yeah. It wasn't like, I'm well, going to be funny. haha, ha, joke, joke. It was more like, yeah, no, yeah. no free PO where he starts out funny and then starts being a whiny asshole. And it's like, it, like he is flat out just and he's not cynical either he's not saying oh well i guess we're gonna die it's like no he is just straight up just uh it well he, he does do belches like like like, like the hobbits oh, but, uh, but he, <laughs> he 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 does also just like uh, he's like comforting frodo on the back but he he's doing it he's giving him a ted talk <laughs> yeah i if i had to pick a character 
that was different in the books than it was the movies, it would probably be Eowyn. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You you definitely don't get as much as that love triangle you, as they hint at. Exactly, and not just the love triangle. Um, she is a lot more ruthless, a lot more warrior esque. Like she's literally like. I'm looking like a man, not just a pretty fair faced dude. Like she put hair on her face and she was out there with the rest of them, you know, not like boo hoo, I'm a girl. No, she was like, fuck you and your dicks. Cause I'm going <laughs> to, I'm going to fight you. Absolutely. Uh, and uh, I, I love how that actress Miranda Otto is actually going to come back and voice uh, the character in this upcoming Lord of the Rings anime that's been in development. Yes. Uh, Brian did Cox. They get, also... I was going to say, did they get most of the characters? Now, I, I'd say they adapted just about all the characters. Uh, the, the main key difference is to know, uh, and trust me, you can tr check all these other Tolkien heads on this. Uh, it basically, like, uh, Arwen, you know, they insert her on horseback, but mm -hmm. really she's only on horseback in Return of the King with the Wood Elves providing uh, support for Rohan, but mm -hmm. they decide to split that up. It's like, no, let's have Arwen save these hobbits asses, you know, in the forest, and then right. uh, the Wood Elves, they can serve as backup, and they get all slaughtered at Helm's Deep and Two Towers, and boom. Okay, so, simple switch around. It ends the same way either time. Uh, the ghost army is not as big described. It they takes don't... very less chapters compared to the movie. Yeah, yeah. And and I remember that they don't attack in Minas Tirith. Like they don't they don't attack Pelennor Fields the way that Peter Jackson put it in the movies. Oh yeah, and you gotta read way more deeply before you realize, oh yeah, his ancestor is Ildor. Oh, that's right. That's why Aragorn is feels very connected to this he's trying to redeem his family line who fell middle earth you know? right right and then but i think they kind of made that connection though in the movie they whenever do. elrond forged the sword and brought it to him like you had to grab it because it's they're not gonna tell it to you no but that's exactly why i like it it doesn't it makes use of every minute without just hitting you the, over the head with just too much information you're just like this happens. This happens. Go. Right. <laughs> I I I think they could have made more movies out of it. Oh, absolutely could have. Yeah. I think they could have had a trilogy of Mary and Pippin or at least a a two-part movie out of Mary and Pippin's escapades. Oh, yes. I I just hope they can get rid of the toxic Lord of the Rings fans. I was just so sad by just seeing people react to again just Rings of Power is like oh my god there's a black hobbit oh my god there's a strong female lead I'm I like, yes I'm not I watched like six episodes of it trying to give it everything like to that's love fine. it no that's fine uh, but like I was just annoyed by like the people will watch a trailer without seeing the movie it's like you didn't see the movie though right who knows if you like it or not. Like I tried, I gave it like halfway through the season and I could not, I just, it, it was not my, my thing. I didn't okay. like it at all. Okay. No, that, that's fine. I, I, I'm, I understand this also with the star Wars shows. I keep going back to that, but it's just interesting yeah. how, uh, I mean, I'm kind of having to be that analytical is like, I like this better than some of the other misfire movies, but at the same time, there's parts of the world that might not appeal. It's like, yeah, not right. everyone wants to see more on the Senate or the, 
uh, bounty hunter landscape or these other side quests, so to speak. Um, but Tolkien, I think, still has that. Like, uh, we we were actually joking with some other fans. We would love to see like an origin of all the wizards because they mention a brown wizard in the books. Uh, that's where the Rings of Power kind of got under my skin. Like, I'm I'm trying not to go on a tangent here because I've already had a couple of them before this. Well, I just mean like just but show the, the actual wizards. order, not yes. Not, don't don't do the whole like i mean i get that rings is trying to basically they were cock blocked there's like you can't you can adapt this but you can't discuss this or that so there's like okay we want to acknowledge the movies mm -hmm. but we're basically adapting parts of the silmarillion <laughs> how did morgoth become morgoth a... exactly yeah but there yeah. was three blue wizards that came to middle earth in the third or second age and then there were um there of course you got Radagast the Brown, uh Gandalf yes. the Grey, Saruman was one of the was he one of the blue ones or the gray? Uh no, no, he, yeah. Okay, because that's why they call him Gandalf the Grey. No, I'm trying to think of Saruman though, because Saruman, oh, Saruman I think he, was, uh, he was a he wasn't a blue. He did not come down white. No. He didn't crash. I'll have to look at that one. I thought he was. But no. Saruman, Gandalf, and Radagast pretty much arrived at the same time as the Blue Wizards. Yeah. But I you really want, you want to say that really fast. Radagast. Radagast. <laughs> Sounds like some crazy wrestler or foreign. <laughs> <laughs> Even though he was the kindest, gentlest wizard. And he was covered in the shit. bravest little hobbit of the <laughs> No, he's not a hobbit, but I would love that. It was bravest little wizard of the all. <laughs> He was. it could be interesting if they did that i just my my problem is there's already so much like fantasy out there i mean i, I recommend the will of time but like i uh an outlander but i i, I would be a just uh cautious because i would hate for them to make it like i don't know like a wizard kind of school kind of yeah. thing king arthur you know in the bridge you know it's like no that's been done <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah. yeah um i I really what what what's your take on Legolas being in the movies? Like, I don't mind him. Uh, I mean, if there's anything they definitely got right, it was him and Gimli keeping track of how many orcs they've killed. But <laughs> I loved that. That wasn't that that was fun. Uh, uh now on the, uh, about face, I can't stand the Hobbit movies. Like the Thank graphics. You. The graphics were just awful after a year. I'm like, it was how did this... GoPro. Like they filmed the the, the river scene, the river scene with a GoPro. Yeah. <sighs> oh, with and that girls. that's just it too. Like you watch that scene, you're like, what? Why did that take 20 minutes? That takes one minute in the book. Them escaping mm -hmm. from the river elves, and when you're just seeing money explode on the screen, and it's by the same people you used to respect, that's where it's just like, come on, right? Well, I mean, that's that's exactly what it was. I mean, well, I mean, it was also. They didn't um, want to do it. Then they're telling him, oh, yeah. well, Del Toro dropped out. Peter, can you still do it? Yeah, sure. Why not? Yeah. <laughs> Why not? yeah. And oh. then he filmed the river scene on his phone. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> and then let's create all these other new characters. and That show, nobody knows. Yeah. And show barely any of the Third Army's battle. And then. Oh, God, yes. And for whatever reason, the dwarves are bigger than the hobbits. I. Yeah, I kudos to people who like them but like there's really barely any difference between the extended version it's just more of them eating i'm like mm -hmm. that's not cinematic 
Well, it's, plus the the CG of the orcs was terrible. It was bad, and that's it, why I couldn't understand. I'm like, how did the same company who worked on these movies? It's kind of digital. Well, it's that, but like, it, it's kind of like when you look at newer industrial light and magic epics. It's like, why do some of these Transformers movies look better, but the you know the plots suck? And then you watch Avengers movies, and you're like, yeah, those graphics are dodgy. Like that's not a real vehicle bursting through the wall. And then you go back to the classics. It's like T two Judgment Day and Jurassic yeah. Park still holds up. These new sequels, they don't hold up. They look no. atrocious. I I love in in the movie in Lord of the Rings the way yeah. that everything was majority practical practical effects. Yeah, actual film. Actually, exactly. And some of it was CGI where they needed it. Yeah, yes. but it wasn't overdone. But it wasn't overdone where li- they could have made, um, oh my god, his name just escaped me. <laughs> the 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 main the main fucking orc in in the Hobbit. Oh my god. Oh, uh, the main main orc. The main one, the the one who was white and the had the always fought Thorin. Yeah, always fought Thorin. Had the, the scars. I'm looking it up. Uh, Azza, okay. Azog. I think, yeah, no, that's what I'm seeing. Yeah, giant orc with heavy armor. Yeah, yeah. But, so wh- why, why, why did you have to CG him? Uh, yeah, they it looks like CG a God the... of War video game, and it doesn't. Yeah, look... it, it looks like an Xbox graphic. Yes, and it looks like Rockstar Games made the orcs. And I'll give Benedict Cumberbatch the benefit of the doubt. I I, I like his voice and everything as a voiceover actor, especially. But like yeah. Smog, I just kept. You know, saying, okay, they better deliver on the dragon. They better deliver on the dragon. And then they just keep teasing you, you know, Empire Strikes Back, Matrix Reloaded <laughs> style. You're just like, you fuckers, you left me on a cliffhanger. It, no, it's not earned. No, I'm not giving that to you. I mean, I, I, I remember I pissed off my cousins who are big Tolkien heads. I, I just threw off the 3D glasses. I'm like, not what I signed up for. I wanted to see the movie, not an avatar spectacle and they're like you're missing out i'm like no i'm not missing out Mm -mm. story comes first before you do any of this theme park riding spectacle Mm -hmm. oh you're just being a killjoy and i just had to just i had to stop myself from saying anything i'm like you want me to buy you lunch okay (laughs) (laughs) i i really wish they would have went more in depth in the movies as they did in the books for um battle of helms deep and I yes. wish they would have went a little bit more into the the fight at Minas Tirith and Pelennor Fields. I mean, those battles alone would have been a standalone movie. Oh yeah, how how uh, it would have been especially cool to see how the dark powers influenced all the dark men of the north and exactly. how they got those oliphants. And uh, I mean, don't get me wrong, I do love Two Towers' brooding tension and how they're hinting at. And it's like once you get past Helm's Deep, you're still gonna have like five thousand more people. But like, uh, all, all I'll say is King Theoden, worst king ever. <laughs> My God. Yeah, but you also have to realize though that he was under Saruman's spell for oh, so yeah. long. Oh yeah. Trust me. Yeah. <laughs> it was. It wasn't technically King Theoden. It was uh, Wormtongue. It was Grima. Oh yeah, I just mean he afterwards when it's like. Oh. Oh, where he's, he's playing like... chicken and he's not sure what to do and then finally Aragorn's like I guess me Gimli and Legolas will just ambush everybody and then we'll give you time to mount up the fort because you got no strategy you had no oh yeah oh the one about in, in Helm's Deep where he's like I'm just such a sad little man we will men we will be brave we will march into combat uh, that's not a game plan no. uh, you're the Leroy Jenkins of the team sorry yeah 
King Jenkins. <laughs> and then he dies, and you're like, I feel sorry, but that dude, he was a he was a turd. Theoden Jenkins. The Owen should be queen of the damn place and yeah, I, th- bed. <laughs> I think she would have done a much better job. Now, don't get me wrong, Theoden's uh, battle speech, his monologue is always fucking moving. Like it's always. Oh yeah. Like, oh my the god. Actor, it's... he's been in a lot of things. He's been he's Bernard the Hill. boat. Yeah, yeah, uh, 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 yeah. Bernard Hill. He's the dynamite creator in Scorpion King. He's the boat commander in titanic but i i I don't know what he's been up to lately but i miss him (laughs) i think he's retired now oh he's he's definitely up there yeah but he's yeah he's retired probably um (laughs) so mike and i were talking about doing a fan cast uh going through different movies and as we were talking about doing fan casting lord of the rings popped up and i said you can't recast that nope right not fan cast that my fan cast is what it actually is right now Mm mm-hmm I think that whoever casted the movies did a brilliant job. I'm sure yes. Peter Jackson had a hand in it. Yeah, oh, it absolutely was. But you look at the original casting, is like that would have been so different. You know, just it was either Boromir or Aragorn was going to be Russell Crowe because yeah, we... I think it was Boromir because I think Aragorn was supposed <laughs> to be Brad Pitt. Yeah. That, okay. There you go. <laughs> I wouldn't have liked that. I like the way they took sub actors. Yeah. Like, I mean, not like Daniel big... Craig was even attached. Well, I think was he? Yes. Oh my. Because well, he was still know... a British actor at the time. It was just one of those, like, like you say, it just would have been so different and you would have been too distracted at just mm-hmm. looking at the person versus they're the character now. <laughs> I think as far as like popularity goes amongst the act the, all the actors, uh Sean Astin, Christopher Lee, Elijah Wood, and uh Ian McKellen were the there's your top. Like those Liv are the Tyler. top. Huh? And, well, and Liv Tyler. Yes. Well, kind of Liv Tyler. She's Liv. under them. But at that Tyler time, is amazing. Yes. At that time, like those are your big name, like A-listers, especially Sean Astin oh, and yeah. Christopher Lee. Yeah. Astin, just always a giving character actor. But then after that, I just loved how this gave them all the extra freedom. Like Vigo, same deal. B-movie actor who's reliable yeah. and stuff like crimson tide and gi jane and then you get him to actually be i I wanted to be a king like him growing up is like someone who is pure and not corrupted by sex and power and uh, just money and uh, you know he's not a han solo type prick like you would often come to think oh well anything but you're gonna have to give me something on my end first you know it's like no he he legit wants to justify mankind right the wrongs yeah, I I know I'm jumping all over the place here. Please, please, no, go. Come I uh, <laughs> I wish that they would have created a fourth movie. A Tom Bombadil movie? No, not even a Tom Bombadil <laughs> movie. Remember, that's off to the side. That's like no, in that's between fellowship. That, yeah, that is. That's the sitcom. That's TV what show. Rings of Power should be. It's just let's talk about Tom Bombadil for a couple <laughs> seasons and get that uh, out of the way. That's why, I, that's why I prefer yeah. it as a sitcom because yeah. at the end On of the CBS, day, well. <laughs> mm. uh, i'd prefer some r-rated language but we'll, we'll see um i i think yeah. that they should have like i think they should make one it might be a little bit difficult now since it's like 20 years later but i think they should have uh gone more into where the the fellowship has gone like what happened to mary and pippin and aragorn and actually go into 
what happened to them like it like, like what happened in into the books yeah. yeah i'd like to see some of the undying lands mm. Mm, that'd be you creepy can't see that. you couldn't see that unless you were dead i know but i know i'm with you more of the witch king and mm-hmm. uh ring race that'd be cool yeah more of a dark horror movie in a way uh, that's as close as jackson gets <laughs> that would be cool uh, uh uh, also, I mean, another big key difference between the extended is, you know, you, you see less of Carl Urban's Eomer character, but like <laughs> doing his best Nickelback hair. But anyway, like um, <laughs> in the books, he is very prominent along with the Owen, but, you know, they cut those for time. And I, I like how they reinstated that in the extended because it's like, yeah, you get more idea of the kingdom, how it was under siege and mm-hmm. a bit more of the family method as opposed to. You know. Hey, here's just this blonde guy on a horse who's yeah, razzing who, an elf. Whose name you don't really know. You barely hear in the right. theatrical. Yeah. Oh, do you what? Oh, <laughs> bearded guy who's crying about his sister. Okay, got it. I just think he's the king's guard. You know, it took me two viewings to put together. Oh, he's brother and sister. Okay, and they're worried about their dad. <laughs> Uncle. Uncle. My bad. Shit, I cannot. <laughs> no yeah Theoden was their uncle because yeah. he took them in as children that's after their parents died that's right uh, fuck. <laughs> nope but i uh the extendeds can all be seen on streaming also by the way <laughs> oh yeah unless you're cool. nerds like yeah, us I've... and have it on box set <laughs> oh totally i still got the dvd but i'm not flipping that disc in anymore <laughs> i just want to play extended it. edition on blu-ray yeah that's what we we got that for like 30 bucks sweet sweet yeah I like the the behind the scenes. Yeah. The making of. Absolutely. Listening I, to the commentary. Mm-hmm. It took me seven years to get through most of those. <laughs> oh, man, it. I did it. I think I watched it in like a, a week. <laughs> I was so excited. I was just back to back to back to back to find well, out more. Remember last year, we did it in a day. Oh, no, we did a marathon. I'm talking about behind the scenes. Oh, shit. that. Oh, That's yeah, because the yeah, because the features can run from like two to four hours, depending on. Yeah, depending on which one you hit. Yeah, I need to take vacation time from work. (laughs) I um, I really wish that they would have, in in fellowship, I wish they would have made, um, the elves more like they did in the book, to where they were. I wouldn't say lighthearted, but I would say more along the lines of, um, they They don't know evil. Kind of. Yeah. They're in the in the. And I'm not saying that just because of the ears. It's just like they also, you know, they're just as human, but they repress their humanity for the betterment of mankind to avoid corruption. Mm -hmm. They're really kind of like dark and mysterious (laughs) in the movies, but in the books, they're like happy and having fun and joking around. Absolutely. Especially when you introduce Galadriel, she's like, "You will not enter this realm." There's a there's a a specific. Uh, part in the book and I I was reading through some snippets online about it and I completely forgot until I read it but it's where um, the fellowship is walking through Mirkwood and the elves pop up and they're like when um, um, uh, shit what's his name elf number two no uh, uh, come on uh, uh, are you talking Agent Smith? Uh, no, Elrond? it's not Elrond. It's right. um, <laughs> oh, the one who died in Two Towers. Uh, the one that Aragorn was, uh, Legolas. What? Uh, Haldir. Haldir. When uh, I think it was Haldir that was in there, and he all hail. 
Okay. Hail deer. Hail, hail deer. No, it's Haldir. Yes. Okay. Haldir. Yeah. The, the wood elf guy. Yes. Yeah. Okay, yes. And he says, um, members of your party breathe so loud. We could have shot them in the dark. Well, he said it so seriously in the book. And then the rest of the elves were like, <laughs> he, like, this is a joke yeah. and nobody got the joke. And then he was like, meh, I'm just kidding. Let's go. Like, I really wish they would have played that more to where the elves are like lighthearted children and this is fun in games. And then they're like, there's an evil upon us. And then they're like, oh, no. And then they start freaking out. I think the closest that you get to that is watching Legolas try to get drunk. I'm glad you brought up that guy, uh, Craig uh, Parker, who plays Haldir, because he was also on the Spartacus TV show. But yes, (laughs) yeah, yeah. Legolas, yeah, his you barely see him like. That's what was another thing I, I I noticed. I'm glad you brought that up. It, uh, more often than not, Gimli is stuffing his face and downs like about five years oh. per movie. But yeah, Legolas like is often seen with a mug, but you bar- <laughs> rarely see him drinking. He's like, see, yeah. he didn't have too much. Like <laughs> unlike the books, where he's like, I would love a good drink though. <laughs> more of a Thor type in the books, where he's like, I need more. <laughs> and he burps the and shit out, out of this. Yeah. <laughs> It's the dwarves that go swimming with little hairy women. (laughs) And then he he passes out. He's done for the night. If you listen carefully, you can hear him burp, fart, and then pass out. Yep. And then call (laughs) call him an Uber. It's time to go home. Oh, yeah. (laughs) And and there you go. And you get one of those. (laughs) That's what I did like about the movies and shows. They do hint at the different... um, that there are dogs and there are other humans when they first show the ring race arriving in town, like good. Cause the mm-hmm. books touch upon that more, but movies, I get it. You cut it for time, but right. it's a little confusing at first. Cause you're, when you're a kid, you know, you're, I was more objective. I'm just trying to make out the world and everything. And it's like, okay, okay. So this happens and that happens. Okay, cool, cool, cool. <laughs> but, but everyone else was doing the whole, Oh, awesome action. Oh, yeah. <laughs> just, we're actually trying to breathe and make sense of this all <laughs> yeah yeah uh but yeah that uh, an uber would probably be by by dogs and maybe some ponies and everything <laughs> build and a you pony the, there you go and they take you to the little pony saloon that sam and company own <laughs> the prancing pony mm-hmm. prancing pony yeah there you yep go. that was that was way back 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 because they were in Helm's Deep, weren't they? When they were no, they were at uh, Rohan. They were at uh, Rohan. Yeah, they were at his his yeah. banquet hall. Yeah, Theoden's banquet hall when they were doing the drinking game, because mm-hmm. that's when Eowyn was falling in love with Aragorn at that point. A hairy, dirty man. I'm so in love. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I think they. I know it's in the extended version to where they showed um, Eowyn and Faramir and how Faramir took care of Eowyn in the extended version. But True. in the books, they, they, yeah, if you go back and watch... Uh, I mean, this is what we're doing this damn chat. It's just so awesome to see. Yeah, it actually what, shows him taking care of, of her. story you can tell. And I mean, this is the best way to put do it because you see so many other people who want to just overwhelm you assuming <laughs> they will get a sequel and it's like no don't do aragon don't do you know original version of golden compass don't do all this too much right you should be able at this point to just divide it up split it up 
yeah, uh, I, hint at it if you're not yeah. sure you can have enough time to cover it. <laughs> exactly. And they hinted at it. And of course, at the coronation of Aragorn in Minas Tirith, uh, or uh, Gondor, you can see Faramir and Eowyn standing next to each other. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, and it's an acknowledgement of their establishment, where they are in the story. Yep. I mean, the combining video games... of the two cities as well, because I mean, Eowyn is from Rohan, and Faramir is now, I think, uh, he's like one of the captains of Gondor. So that merges those two cities. Uh, together. I love that take on Faramir because uh, he definitely gets more. Do you think he gets more screen time in the movies versus the books? Because they're very focused on the Boromir family and the king of Gondor. I don't think so. Corrupt. I think I barely remember him in the books. I really do. Like he's mainly just the sanctuary for that brief yeah, time. Yeah, he's and they extend it. He's in the movies more. Uh, it feels like, especially in the flashbacks. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I think I don't know. I'll have to go back and read Two Towers and Return to see how much Faramir is in it. But from what I remember. I mean, he was in it, but he played like major parts as to that the storyline. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of where he came in in the movies as well. It's like he has to be here at, at um, Osgiliath during this time because they're going to attack and he's the only one that needs to survive and mm -hmm. go back to, to Gondor, to the Nistirith and, and talk to um, um, Tomato Eater. <laughs> fuck face god damn it i fuck can't think face. of it. I'll, I'll, I'll buy that for a dollar <laughs> it was your name in the tolkien verse it was fuck face of 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 hobbiton <laughs> the tomato smasher yeah the, the tomato crusher <laughs> but no the, so i mean that he had to play that part to bring back the news i i don't remember if he was in the books for that lord part. of the north <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> a northman <laughs> uh what would you take on martin sokos who plays Celeborn? Yeah, he's definitely illustrated in the books and he's like the wisest of the elves but he did not get enough screen time he really Celeborn. doesn't my the god they showed him like say what like a the gray sentence? heavens the most time but yeah and I, I i love that actor though martin sokos he's another new zealander he's the main mm -hmm. villain in equalizer triple x the guy who instigates the fight with orlando bloom in kingdom of heaven <laughs> He's in that awesome pin fight scene in Born Supremacy, but it's like this fucker, I want his career. He can say he's been in every other giant blockbuster and stolen the show as a baddie of the week. And he gets to play this wise elf who says few words, but when they're when you hear him, you're like, I mean, I'm in heaven. Okay, <laughs> he, I mean, he's literally Galadriel's side piece he really the whole is. time. Oh, it's they're like, fucking. There's a pretty sure. man they right are there. Fucking. <laughs> well, they're married. Oh, well, okay, that's right. So, they're, yeah, they're together, so they are fucking. I should have given a disclaimer, guys. We are an R-rated podcast. We don't care. <laughs> Same. I mean, the Starship Troopers episode I was on, oh, I yeah. literally sat here the whole time going, titties. Titties. There was boobies. And no. But Celeborn <laughs> should have had more, should have had more screen time because I mean it was Celeborn, Galadriel, and Elrond were you know the three Elven rings that was mentioned at the beginning <laughs> in the little uh, monologue. So for Galadriel and Elrond to have such a presence in the movies, but Celeborn had a really, I mean he was really really good in the books. 
Yeah, very I calming so. and had a good head on him, like where he was like, Hey guys, this is what I think should go down. Well, and like you say, you know, when you're r- regardless of what age you are, you 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 do have to plod through like about 20 pages before you get to the nuts and bolts. It's like, okay, now we're interesting. Now that you're off your high horse introducing everybody. <laughs> right. And then so-and-so walked in with news despair. You know, it's like now when you're past all the, you know, get off your high horse, literally get off your high horse <laughs> and tell me what's going on here. Then you finally get to how shit works, so to speak. Then he's like, this is awesome. Okay. The, this Gandalf guy, he could be everybody's uncle who everyone wants to ride on horseback with. You know? Right? I want to get in his party uh, party cart. Yeah, once you get past Mary, I mean, Mary and Pippin are about the same where they're not needed for the story, but that's just to have something for the kids to watch so they're not comic relief by the grit. <laughs> yeah. Definite uh, comic I've, relief. Very rarely have I met anyone who couldn't stand them in a book or in a movie. And I'm like, really? Man, you must be the most heartless soul. <laughs> what if you don't like Mary and Pippin? Yeah, I'm like oh, seriously. The they, you need that. You need two hobbits who help out and provide comic relief. So why mischief, you... all yeah. the mischief, all the mischief. Someone has to steal oh, yeah. all the swords and beer. <laughs> no, 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 no. The big one, big one. <laughs> Stick it in the ground. It is in the ground. <laughs> now, uh, yes. Now, now they they would be an awesome crew to play a video game with. It's like one the dynamite or <laughs> the guns of the Navarone. Get the get the dynamite. <laughs> I, I would listen to their podcast. <laughs> oh, there you go. They, that, they have one. That, no, if if Mary and Pippin. Oh, if Mary and Pippin yeah, had if a podcast, podcast existed they, on Dominic Middle Earth, and, they and should Billy Boy. totally do that. <laughs> they should absolutely just have. Uh, better yet, how about have the actors Billy Boyd and Dominic Monaghan recap? anything Tolkien but in character kind of like the trailer park boys guys do <laughs> oh that would be amazing oh, that would be dope. Uh, uh, they're, they're commenting on it and they're just <laughs> speaking <laughs> of commenting do, have you watched the extended version with the commentary by the actors I I, I haven't I, I've seen a lot of the making of the scenes and I, I've seen the extended about three times now I want to say uh, uh, uh how, how is it uh, commentary wise uh the the commentary if you watch it with the actor commentary it is like are they joking about you it know, oh yeah john you know Rice Davis is? is it's a it's a podcast it really much <laughs> it's is. a podcast it's okay. like a live viewing well, podcast yeah i'm interested now i might have to do that one <laughs> one quiet night i mean because i i do love it when like i that's why i listen to all of jimmy wanorski's stupid b movies because half the time he's making fun of stupid bloopers he made and, oh yeah. yeah well they even explain that in the in the commentary like the Sean 24 Astin? dvd also does that oh does but it half the they time the they're like uh yeah but it, it is almost borderline mystery science theory is like oh i'm gonna kiss you now oh my god i'm about to stab <laughs> yeah. you <laughs> there's uh there's actually a couple parts that I've watched the actor commentary like six times and extended nice. version more than I can count, but <laughs> give or take, give or take. It's the best way to watch the movie. I'm sorry. You got it. And split up in a mini series, like watch the first hour and a half and then go to bed right. and then watch it the next day. It's way more well, fulfilling compared to the movies, which are a little short. Right. Well, I mean, if you watch the extended versions though, you can watch the first disc and then take a break and yeah, then watch never the second watch disc. them on TV. 
No, they cut out way too much. Way too much. It's five hours and you still feel underwhelmed because you're like, God damn it, you're about to have a battle and you just went to commercial for exactly Pepto-Bismo. No, no, thank you. (laughs) No, so one of the, Sean Astin in the commentary, you know the part where they are at um, Buckleberry Ferry right before they jump onto the raft? Oh, yes, yeah. So he is supposed to say- yeah. get down like get really down. get down well it turns out he said we did five takes or six takes on this and every take he kept saying get down oh damn it and it is hilarious and then marion pippen um dominic monahan and billy boyd they so they they put them together in their groups like elijah wood and sean Aston. they're together watching it doing the commentary then you have like a team <laughs> yeah yeah and then the they cut to like dominic dom and billy and they're on a like doing the commentary so whenever like their scenes show up with them in it they talk about it um That's there's <laughs> in two towers where uh um, you ever switch it up a bit like switch to yeah. commentary two or free halfway through <laughs> exactly yeah but you don't have to because it's like the different independent actors individuals or them together as a group sitting there talking about their scenes and what happened. Um, the part where uh, Sam runs into the into the river to go get Frodo because Frodo was getting ready to cross. He stabbed his foot and he talks about how he stabbed his foot on a rusty nail. Um, so little little things that you find out about the movie from the actors of what happened. Yeah. Have you ever spotted Fantastic. the bloopers, like the cars passing by or anything? They don't have that anymore. Yeah, that's deli- that they they got out. rid of it. They oh, edited they, it out. They did the Godfather thing where they look at the movie mistakes side and they digitally erase it. And that's awesome. <laughs> well, did you know that uh, Viggo Mortensen broke his toe when he kicked? I you did. Son yes. of a bitch. Shut the fuck up. I just wanted to. Yes, he that. did. Yes. <laughs> you wanted to be that person. You are always that person. You need me on that wall. Yeah. <laughs> I hate you so like, much. It's like I saw a video of like somebody posted on Facebook or TikTok. They were watching it. TikTok. And don't scene, say it. Don't say it. Don't say it. Don't say it. Don't say it. Going, it is, it's like in his mind, he's going, don't say it. Don't say it. Don't say it. Don't say it. Did you know that Viggo Mortensen broke his toe? <laughs> If swear to God, if there's anybody out there who didn't know that, kudos to you. You know now. <laughs> I did it for the people that are not in I the knew know. about him not showering and everything, and I knew about that one, but it is it's still fascinating to tell because it's like talk about dedication. Oh, yeah. yeah. And you're gonna have to be escorted down that mountain. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's like Sean Bean. He yeah, he refused to fly, so he had to yeah. walk all the way up to that mountain. I'd be and they talking. talk about that. Yeah. In the commentary. Yeah. It's so they... wild because with all the over-the-top people he plays, like spies and everything, you think he'd be adapt more adapt to flying yeah it's kind of like when you read about how people who play computer hackers or high school proms you know didn't even go to high school or don't even have a computer (laughs) experience you're like how did you do that what what was your inspiration oh i asked my uncle oh well okay (laughs) i asked my uncle i had notes on the screen in front of me i pretend to look adept like ah bastard how'd you do that i I was thinking about Bilbo Baggins because we haven't touched on him at all. Ian Holm was a brilliant choice for Bilbo. I mm-hmm. really wish 
that they yes. would have done the Hobbit first to get Ian home when he was a little bit younger. Yeah, that would have been good. But I mean, I think he portrayed a perfect Bilbo, just the way I, I would picture him in the book. Totally. Very, very relevant. Very intriguing. Very, just very well put together. I wish they would have done more with like Elrond and Galadriel because they had a really mm-hmm. good, they had a really good like character build in the fellowship. The book. Yeah. Um, Would have been way better. The Balrog scene was exactly the way that I pictured it when I that's read what, it. That's what I want to see too. Just show more of those guys. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, of course, the the goblins, they did exactly what they did in the book. The orcs, the urkai. Holy the crap. Ur-kai. Yeah. <laughs> they were they were scary to me in the books. And they mm-hmm. made it come alive on screen. Yeah, there's just something about it. It just, it, and I, I just like it when you have a villain who's not the hardy har, you know, a cheesy He Man type thing. Is like, no, he, these guys, they've been wiping the floor with who knows how many bodies for years, and they're oh yeah, they're yeah. ready to die. I mean, at the Balrog at the end of this, you know, it he will go he's like a grizzly bear he will go back to his slumber once he's killed all the goblins that have pestered him and woken him up <laughs> and oh yeah to see them in the realm of that in the thick of that you know all, I, that that's that's what i just found very freaky about it growing up and just how no one was safe like even if you win the battle you, you could still fall off a cliff and everything or get injured oh, by yeah. an it just and kudos to Jeff Murphy. That's right. Jeff Murphy, director of none other than Young Guns 2, Under Siege 2, Quigley Down. Un- no, he didn't do I Actually, maybe he did. But he's done all kinds of action westerns, rest in peace. He did the second unit directing on this on that movie franchise. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay, so Quiet Earth, Never Say Die, uh, yeah. Dante's Peak, Fortress 2. Oh, wow. There go. Yeah. He's done a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's done all, a lot. Uh, all practical stunts and everything. So yeah, I'm I'm gonna take the words from um, the week wiki Lord of the Rings fandom on Wikipedia, <laughs> and I think this actually is fantastic. It said Tolkien's story was written in such a way that sep- that separate threads eventually emerge for the activities of various characters. At one time, as many as four threads of the story existed. These threads were organized in such a way that multiple chapters could advance a single thread well along before switching to another. Love it. Uh-huh. <laughs> One of the best. <laughs> M and Mule. I completely forgot about M and Mule. And the Tower of Kirithungul. Ah. There's, I mean... The book is, I think it's a lot easier now that you've watched the movie and you you can create these characters now in your mind. Like Samwise has a face. Frodo has a face. Like you can put a face. Yeah. <laughs> you can actually put these characters 
in the book. So that's something that I like to do when I go back and read something after watching the movie adaptation Sweet. is using those characters and like visualizing Elijah Wood as Frodo or, mm-hmm. you know, Sean Astin as, as Sam. And I think it would make it for it's a- hard with Sam because he's his own special kind of cool. And Sean is doing that, but it's like two sides of the same coin. If you, if you know what I mean? Like that yeah. character is just gold to begin with. So like anyone can make it good, but he does his own special take on it where you're like, wow, how do you do that? But exactly. Yeah. The other ones are interesting because you can picture them or you can go their own way. Right. You can go your own way. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I, I really think, I wish they would have dove a little bit more into Sam and Frodo's relationship. Like he that wasn't just good. a gardener. He was I'm not a gardener. (laughs) (laughs) I ain't dropping no Eve, sir. (laughs) (laughs) Don't turn me into anything unnatural. Oh, it's all about Eve here. Um I'm sorry, I'm an obscure movie guy. Um No, you're fine. uh, (laughs) I love it. uh, I quote Lord of the Rings all the time. And if anybody can can keep up with me on my Lord of the Rings quotes, then uh Riot Club, you son of a took. Uh, what what does he call some of the other hobbits? Is like pestering, badgering. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> <laughs> He's always calling them something. It's just it's awesome. And you gotta love a guy who keeps everyone in line, but he doesn't he doesn't negate you or throw you all out or act like you're just an idiot. But at the same time, he's like, oh, you know, do not disrupt me. <laughs> he's the frustrated parent. <laughs> like he's, he's the. So the... much to do that on TikTok now. Parenting 101 and how to show scenes of everyone getting angry. Cut. And then insert, and then to end it off, uh, Captain the Aragorn hitting the uh, orc's head helmet across the way. Yes. <laughs> and, and then have it sent Let the body sit the <laughs> Yes, that would be hilarious. <laughs> oh, one of these days I'll get on TikTok <laughs> and do crazy edits. Um, oh, careful! Are we is crime a worm tongue taking over your shoulder? Yes. <laughs> no, I, I actually ate uh, Erwin's soup. I just took uh, a big old spoon. Oh, damn it, Erwin! Just <laughs> brewing too long. Um, Ugh, yuck! That looked uh, gross. What I I've never closed closed in on that. I've I've paid attention to like they have some other broccoli and obviously bread. Bread they know how to make bread in Lord of the Rings. Lambus now. bread, Lambus Lambus bread. Sorry, I haven't. <laughs> no 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 no. No, that's what they. Okay, so the commentary, the actor commentary, they actually teach them how to say Lambus bread because oh they would God. say Limbus bread, and so like for like <laughs> two minutes straight, it's um Mary and Pippin going Lamb. Lambus, Lambus. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, if you get a chance to watch the commentary, do it. <laughs> it's on my bucket list now. Same time. Lazy day at work. Just put that disc on. Just do it. Put it on. You won't be disappointed. Oh, I, I you, you got me stoked. Ah, do it. Do it. Yeah. Oh, there you go. So uh, shout out to bad movies roll. Uh, they always ask the wonderful question, who would Schwarzenegger play in this movie? It wouldn't necessarily make the movie good, but would it make it better? Who would Schwarzenegger play in this movie? I would want to see... Give me a minute. I I would think... I mean, of course, everybody's go-to is Aragorn, but I think he would be funny as Eowyn. No. <laughs> Put him Get in a blonde it. wig. Gay romance, <laughs> I love it. Not only, mm. not just that, but I would like to see a muscular man who's like, <laughs> hold tight to me, Pippin. Oh, there you go. Oh, oh. there you go. I want him as Boromir. 
Ooh, they cannot stop us from trying to kill you. Like, oh, <laughs> Get me the ring. Give me the ring. And do it now. Or Grima. Grima would be funny. Grima, yeah. I got my the head inside your head. <laughs> the little salted... girly man. Pippin. The salted pork is particularly good. Oh, now. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the thing. Grima Wormtongue is creepy in the books, but. <laughs> Uh, he, he's the right amount. Like he's almost the, about the same screen time in the movies versus the books. I think maybe he has one extra scene in the tower while he's talking to Stormlight. Uh, he could be Treebeard. Oh, oh god, I couldn't do that. No, be too much. Um, oh my god, I can no, barely. Christopher stay. Walken is Treebeard. No, as long that? as he. Oh my god! And yes, yes, yes. What are oh. you doing in my forest? Oh uh, yeah. yeah. Let me let me look up a good Treebeard quote and then I'll throw it out. <laughs> I don't I don't want to recast Saruman as awesome as it would be. It's just that's too much awesome. But hell, just have him be an extra wizard who comes yeah. along for the ride, who's lost his magic or something, and I'm he just wrong. has to I, fight with the sword. <laughs> I know who Chris Walken is. Who? Fly I, fools. Gandalf. Yeah. <laughs> a, wizard, a wizard is never late. He arrives Never late. precisely yeah. when he means to. There you go. So, like, <laughs> Ian McKellen steals the show, and then when he's reborn, <laughs> yeah, I told you, I'd be watching you in the, in the woods. <laughs> I wish that- Ty was here. He could do uh, Morgan Freeman <laughs> as Bilbo. Yeah. Oh. Bilbo's uh, birthday speech. It is said... birthday. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> It's all gibberish. Hello, I'm Antonio Banderas, and I am Boromir. And I'm going to tell you now, I don't mean any ill will, but I'm yeah. going to have to take the ring from you. <laughs> By force. <laughs> that would be funny. And he takes out the Zoro sword. Ding, ding, ding. Kudos to Bob Anderson. That that was cool that he kept following up. Uh, there was so many great, like, ringers fans was one and there was like uh making the sword which was another one and it's like he took the same practical stunts that he did on highlander and prince's bride and star wars and he brought the same deal as like hey here's where you're walking in the scene here's how you're using the sword it's like see that that's a lost art rest in peace so many great talents is like Wait, we're losing that now. I, I see sword fights nowadays and still, still, I want them to end immediately so I can get to the part of the story I do like. Right. It doesn't have that rapport. It doesn't. And it doesn't have the run and gun that you used to see in every movie where it moved the story forward. And now is like, it'll take up a good chunk of time. And I'm without fail. I will often in the third act of a movie, good or bad, I will be looking at my watch. I'm like, waiting for it to end i got things to do i got a lawn to mow and it just it sucks i don't know if we're just getting too old or if it's just people are out of ideas because then there will even be great movies and shows where the camera is just like shaking for no reason it's like get that person that seizure guy out of there right yeah it's just a lost art i i i do believe so people don't have passion for it anymore they They don't have staging either no I, i kid you not like I was joking with some other pals is like, we can always tell if there's a first time filmmaker or an uninspired filmmaker, <laughs> you know, just like, cause people will just walk into a scene and it just ends abruptly or awkwardly, but not in the way they probably meant it to be. And it's just like, see, I wish I had that in film school. So right. uh, long story short, college is a sham, but like, it yeah. is, <laughs> <laughs> but like, it was like, 
how did I not learn that most basic technique? No wonder I couldn't do anything right. I was overwhelmed by people being uninspired, not knowing what to do. And right, uh, trying thinking, to be super technical and not going barking with out it. orders is like, no, get everyone comfortable instead of relying on just the actors or just the camera guy doing their thing. It's just ah, staging. It's what we need. We all need to know about that before you do anything. <laughs> Instead of getting all worked up, do I have a good makeup guy? Do I have a set dresser who can make this factory look like a Winnie the Pooh's lair? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It's just stupid, stupid. Uh, but uh, so uh, if you, so, now that we're all digital, if you were to recommend people check out the books, uh, would it be able to do digitally, or would you recommend that they just do an audio book nowadays, given our short attention spans? I mean, it just depends on the person. Like, I love flipping through pages. That's, I like I the feel read. of books. Go, yeah, I, Without fail, go to your t local Tom Thumb or Kroger right now and look at the bestsellers list and just laugh your ass off. And this is what psycho thrillers are like. And wow, people think they can still write uh, awful mysteries or erotic fiction. No, this is just stupid, but I'm laughing. <laughs> <laughs> um, ah. no, I, I like flipping through the books. Um. But I mean, if you're an audio kind of person, download an audiobook of it and listen to it. I like audiobooks. If you're a, you know, you're on your phone all the time and you just want to read through your phone, do it, but download it on your phone. Yeah. Read it on your phone. I'm looking it up now. Audiobooks narrated by Andy Circus. Okay, that's a win. Call him. Love Andy Circus. Brilliant I fucking did actor when, and director. Uh, he yep. was doing his reading of The Hobbit during COVID. Yep. I watched that whole stream. Yep. It's brilliant because he did uh, all the voices. And he and did. He, yeah. He listen, did Gollum. Yeah. Oh, I was like, oh my God, he's doing He's doing Gollum. Oh I, I waited. I, I think you should always nowadays wait to watch Lord of the Rings after the fact uh, because there's a scene where Nick Fury recruits all the Planet of the Apes. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Don't do that. <laughs> I don't think I've actually sat for all of the credits, Lord of the Rings. I just would watch the opening music with the end, you know, visuals showing the actors who played who. And then I think I was just wiped out. I'm like, okay, gotta go home. <laughs> I, uh, I found a video on YouTube and it's a, uh, it's the fellowship, but it's uh, set to the, the Power Rangers theme song. Oh, yes. Oh, That's yes. yes, yes, yes. Oh my God. Have, have you seen it? I think I did. It was I, like on Funny or Die or something. I, I, I will post it. it on our Twitter. I will I will post that video on uh, X Twitter. And whatever or it whatever is. it is now. Oh, and man. then tag Jacked on Up. Not Facebook. Oh, hell. <laughs> if anything, Lord of the Rings got me into the Swedish or Northland uh, metal band Blind Guardian, which literally every song they've ever done, they're very much like Yes or Dream Theater, but like every song they do is practically a Lord of the Rings chapter. Hell yeah. <laughs> and Hell yeah. I would get them mixed up with, ah, there was one of those other bands that for a while, I think it was Nightwish or something. It's just like, it, you would see people do a video of and you're like, who is this? I've never heard this music. <laughs> right? Tell me all your secrets. Because the radio <laughs> sucks. Oh. Oh, man. Uh, but uh, this has been great having you guys on here and just uh, 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 where, where can we find you on the interwebs on tab rooms? Uh, you can uh, just go to Linktree uh, or Linktree uh, link tr.ee. So, sorry, 
linktr.ee slash grace taproom podcast two and all of okay. our socials listening platforms all right cool everything's there yep. even uh and all of our bonus content on patreon.com slash grace taproom pod uh how does it feel uh just getting family into yeah i got a family of podcasters <laughs> it's great <laughs> whenever the kid decides he wants to yeah you get, you, you get one another yeah. yeah we do uh, want to thank you for having us on the show yes um, i can i could talk for hours and hours and hours about lord of the rings and it's true because <laughs> you've been there yeah but i like it i also love i'm lord glad of the rings, that you so love it because you would hate I, me i would love to talk about lord of the rings all for day every day <laughs> it'd be great it'd be fantastic <laughs> right uh but it's amazing like uh I checked out Lord of the Rings and I had so many other great Lord of the Rings podcasters. There was one though, who we were having a great time talking to the video games. And then after the fact, you're like, we don't like how we sound. Delete that episode. I'm like, <gasps> what? Okay. Wow. That sucks. And it sucked too. Cause they had a great, great, uh, just, it was called podcast of the rings. I probably shouldn't say their name, but I was just like, dude, you can cut that out. <laughs> I will. But it's just, I was just uh, angry. I'm like, Oh, that's, so sad. are they not around anymore no they are but i was just like oh. we were we were having the time of our lives and it's like they talk about i think they're just insecure or something mm. or it just wasn't what they thought it would be i was like i mean i said plain up front we're talking about the lord of the rings video games but you know i should have done this at the beginning but can we just take a moment of silence for his majesty <laughs> sir mr J.R.R. tolkien shout out <laughs> you. Oh, I'll play Christian music sounds. I don't know. I'll play concerning hobbits. I'm taking the hobbits to Isengard. God, oh, God. God, God, God. <laughs> There's a meme that we found years ago. My it's sister like keeps a... sharing it with me. I'm like, it was funny the first hundred times. Stop. We uh we found wow. this meme a long time ago, and it's uh Aragorn saying to Legolas, "What your elf I see." And somebody drew, it's like a like a four-year-old drew a photo like a of Legolas, but his eyes are coming out of his head. I'll like, see if I can find like it. Submarine, like submarine, like like the submarine scope. And he's looking around with his giant is, eyes. Yeah. They're like up laughing. in the sky. <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> oh man. I, I I'm interested. <laughs> we'll try to find it and I'll uh we'll post it. Nice. And just as we're recording this, Margaritaville is trending on Twitter. <laughs> of course. Yeah. It's Jimmy Buffett Day. Now, Tom Bombadil is absolutely a Jimmy Buffett. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, Margaritaville. I can't do a Jimmy Buffett. <laughs> uh, uh, anything you'd like to hint at that you'll be discussing on your podcast? Um, well, we've got... a huge list of subjects and topics that we're going to be doing oh yeah um we're set probably what for the next year <laughs> on all the topics uh oh and i i, I do feel and tabs will have so many hysterical remarks uh, like I, I remember when we were first started you're just like you guys need to stop asking for your episode air when that's the only episode you've even listened to i was like yeah i get sick of that too you have to really do some extra like locking it down making sure it's like okay you have listened to our podcast right you're asking something that you would know if you've heard the podcast but don't do the whole i only listen to my episodes i was like yeah. okay well 
you're gonna have to wait like everybody else i'm not <laughs> rearranging five other people who i recently recorded with just for you right <laughs> yeah and i appreciate your collaboration and everything but come on but like <laughs> sometimes they will still do a whole oh i didn't know what we were talking about like it was in the show notes it was in the email <laughs> don't don't hmm. tell me you don't know what we're talking about today <laughs> oh yeah yeah no that that happens but then again i don't know i try to be on everyone's level because i have an improv background so i'm kind of just used to going with the flow and half the time people who think they couldn't do a whole 20 minute episode actually can they're just i don't know it's just insecurity guess so you guys are doing swell uh you recommend all kinds of beer and everything and <laughs> um we we don't i mean any go to your local brewery yeah support your local brewery hell yeah <laughs> go to a local winery i mean we have a meadery distillery and plenty of bourbon distilleries well, around our here. local distilleries are uh angels envy buffalo trace like all the Jim distiller Beam, all like the distilleries. all the bourbon distilleries are very everybody close. supports our local distillery <laughs> <laughs> if you drink bourbon you're supporting our local distillery <laughs> so thank you <laughs> but no if i had a suggestion for anybody in beer terms go to your local brewery find yeah. a brew house and you can uh, check out their beers there. Oh, yeah. And they're really good, good too, for the most Usually part. Usually local beers, yeah. they are good. Yeah. And you you feel good supporting a mom and pop store. There was one little cafe I used to go to for a while, which had just the delicious broccoli and cheddar soup. <laughs> I, was, I stopped going as much as, after COVID, but I mean, I should check it out again. It's right by my house. And I just love their prices and everything, just down to earth attitude you could read a magazine i'm like see this is this is what we need a little again helping out the underdog that's why yeah. lord of the rings kind of connects to us all these people at the beginning of their journey were like there's no way they're going to be able to get this mostly intact and it's like well we're half right but then they're not the same person by movie tube or movie free you know, yeah pay, page 20 of book five you know? yeah yeah you guys are a delight and I hope just st just staying safe in general because I see so many people who aren't. I'm like, whoa, you. And it's like, yeah. Until COVID goes away, people are still going to get it. Oh yeah, 100. By the way, sorry, I found the picture. I'm putting it up on Twitter right now. Looking forward to it. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. <laughs> it's pretty awesome. All righty. Well, Godspeed to you guys. We'll return after these messages. Hey, it's Brent Pope, the host of Breakfast with Brent Pope. You've seen me on some of your favorite TV shows saying things like, give it up, Jimmy. You got to sink this putt to win. On Breakfast with Brent Pope, I sit down with guests from the entertainment world, and we do it all over breakfast. Or should I say breakfast? Every week on Breakfast, you get inside Hollywood info and tips, great breakfast wrecks and booty debates. Most of all, you get the most delightful 30 minutes of your week. So dig in. It's breakfast time. Listen at breakfast.com, Apple Podcasts, or wherever fine podcasts are found. Do you ever find yourself thinking about who would win in a fight between Goku and Superman? Hi, I'm James Gavsey, and on the Who Would Win show, me and my co-host Ray ignore anything important happening in the outside world and debate fictional battles between characters from comics, movies, and video games. We got a new show every week, and almost always am I the winner. Yeah, <laughs> not true, Ray. In the past, we've discussed such matches as Captain America versus Darth Vader, Solid Snake versus the Iron Giant, classic matchups like RoboCop versus Terminator, and even the Muppets versus Sesame Street. That one was crazy. 
So if you're a fan of geek culture and love a spirited debate, check out the Who Would Win Show wherever you get your podcasts or check us out at whowouldwinshow.com. Follow us on the web on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. The podcast is available on Podbean, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Anchor, Apple, and anywhere else podcasts are available. Feel free to review our show and leave comments on any of those sites. Thanks a million for listening. It's a jacked up review show.